0: Now, listener, you can't judge a podcast by its art. Don't try to overanalyze the podcast listener. It's not good to judge a podcast listener. That's right. We did the cult episode of Boy Meets World. Cult fiction. You know what that means. It's in the basket, the writer's bagel basket. Sean, why do you need to believe in the center so strongly? What? Sean, before you met these people at this place, what did you believe in? I don't know, nothing.
1: Did you believe in God?
0: George, what is it?
1: Uh, Jonathan Turner. He's been in a motorcycle accident.
0: Oh, no. Take me apart, Lisa! Snap out of it! You owe me 15 grand, pal. I love you! That's all I needed to hear.
1: Don't be me. We don't have to be me. Because remember, no matter where you go,
0: there you are. Hello and welcome to Rider's Bagel Basket. I am Scott Curland and we are kicking off Garden Variety April with Boy Meets World. We haven't done Boy Meets World in over two years and I I'm kicking myself because it's one of my favorite shows. And my guest is a first-time guest, but her husband has been on this podcast a million times. It is Miss Danielle Brown from World of Commotion Podcast. Hello.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited I'm here. I know you've stolen Christopher so many times, and it was it was finally my time. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I, I was telling you before we uh, started recording, I had no idea that you were like a huge Boy Meets World fan, and I'm, like, a diehard to the point where my wife and I talked about starting a Boy Meets World podcast.
1: I mean, you should. <laughs> I would happily hop on. <laughs> well,
0: then we got the idea of maybe doing a nanny podcast called Out On Their Fannies.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, do both. Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, to avoid any, like, trouble with the UK. Uh, the UK.
1: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs>
0: I was going to change it to Out On Their Frannies.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that fixes
0: it. You're, you're yeah. good now. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah. Uh, I, I was just saying, like, I
1: was the perfect age for this show, obviously. Like, it started, I think, in 90 th- 93. And then through 2000. So it was like my my elementary school years, I was watching this nonstop. So I grew up with this and all of these characters. And I just love them so much. I forced Christopher to do. Almost a full rewatch. I think we got a little into the college years and he just bailed out.
0: And I have to like force he, him to finish it. <laughs> did he bail out after the Fred Savage episode? Uh,
1: I think we got past that because yeah, that one's super creepy. Um, I think yeah. we're a little further than that, but not too far, honestly. So I gotta I gotta pin him down and make him watch the rest of it just to just to complete it.
0: <laughs> so. This has always been one of my favorite shows of all time. Like it's up there with like Third Rock from the Sun. and Yeah. Oh, I love and, that show too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and Frasier is also one of mine. But my favorite. I thought sequ- so
1: Frasier is an option too. Yeah. For so- like, I love that show as a kid. And it's like not at all like geared towards children viewers. But yeah. It was same so thing, good.
0: Cheers. Cheers was one of my favorites too. Yep um yeah and is cheers weird. is definitely
1: from my my parents for sure they were like oh you should watch cheers because you'll like it and I, I loved it and then obviously yeah. fraser came along and was like this is even better
0: <laughs> i want fraser's chair the one not not martin's chair the you know which <laughs> yes. one i'm talking about the black like, leather one in, yeah yeah yeah. oh yes yeah my friend uh guest of the podcast mallory saverin i believe she has one.
1: Ooh. I mean, so I'm that's, so jealous. That's something to like strive for. That's like a life goal for sure.
0: <laughs> so do you want to give us the TV guide ru- rule for this episode? What would TV guide in the 90s say about this episode to get people to watch?
1: Uh, I mean, it, I the, let me see. Because <laughs> like the short version is Sean joins a cult like that. I I
0: literally (laughs) believe that that's what it says in TV Guide.
1: I'm not surprised at all. Because, like, what else do you want to say? Like, you don't want to give too much away. Like, I think that that is the perfect teaser to be like, wait, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it would say Sean joins the cult. And then you find out Mr. Feeney for years has been trying to... I know. Don't you want to see that drama, that like Dick Wolf style series? I, where I it's- need to
1: see it. Well, and honestly, I was so happy that Feeney brought that up because re-watching this, I was like, how on earth did this cult even exist? Because there's like at least supposedly a hundred kids that are involved in this thing. Yeah. And- probably a small town right it's not like that massive but
0: they live in uh, philly they live in philadelphia
1: yeah that's true but like still, that's a large amount of kids that are like apparently just have left their families gone to this cult but it was good to at least know that like they they made this kind of backstory where Feedy was actually trying to shut it down so like at least some people were aware of it and trying to kill it
0: yeah i want to see that like hour-long drama with with yes. Feeney and Jonathan Turner, like, <laughs> as, as like, Jerry Orbach and <laughs> Benjamin Bratt trying to, like, <laughs> shut down this cult. And, like, every week they find, like, uh, an, an, a new, like, informant who dies. Yes, I'm in, 100%. <laughs> so the crazy thing with this episode is it makes you realize kind of, like, what a terrible character Sean Hunter is. like. Yeah for the longest time it's like oh sean is so cool and then you're like oh he, he's so weak he's like, just
1: like a kind of empty shell of a kid um which they obviously play into a lot in this episode Where they're just like i think turner's turner's first um interactions with him in this episode where it was like you you don't have anybody who cares about you was a little weird <laughs> i feel like there's better ways to go about that conversation well, but they're obviously establishing as like you don't really have that like big of a i don't know a family unit here he's trying
0: to word it that like you you don't have (sighs) fuck like how can you say it so it doesn't sound bad but he was trying (laughs) to say that like there are people who don't care about you the way we care about you yeah exactly yeah but the way it came across um and the girl from never been kissed
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Who obviously she's one of those characters that like will randomly pop up in the school and you will never see them again. It happens you, all the time. Do you time. remember
0: when it was her and Jessica Alba and Never Been Kissed? And like the whole premise for their story arc is that there are two girls who go to the school who are not twins. Yes. But <laughs> they look exactly the same.
1: Yeah. Never Been Kissed is also a great movie that I, I think that was also another one that I forced Christopher to watch. Because I was like, you haven't seen
0: this? It's magnificent. <laughs> but it's super problematic. It is super problematic. No, but but I'll do that next it. year for Toxic Relationship Month. That's and That's actually have you a good come call. Back. Oh, I'll man. have come back. Yes, but, please. Yeah, okay. But with, with Sean, the thing that shocks me the most is the person who gets him to go in the cult is Styles from Teen Wolf.
1: Yeah, it's so weird. And I, I do love that she's just like, has very much the same like Sean hair where it's just kind of coiffed to the side. Um, and it's it just... She I don't know she obviously plays into his I don't know empty shellness where she's just like oh like I have a hundred friends you'll meet a bunch
0: of people like right after Turner it's like you have nobody right now right well that's what cults do like yeah. they they isolate they divide and isolate and I think the creepy thing that that is Sean Hunter this horny that like <laughs> like the way that she was acting. You could tell right away like something was wrong, especially when she's like, You're funny. I like yes. that. Okay, you're not laughing.
1: Yeah, no, she's like on the hunt <laughs> at that point. Um, it's just yeah, it's really it, it felt really predatorial to me, where she was like clearly just like she was she was standing outside of the classroom, like listening to Sean and Mr. Turner's conversation too, and just like sidled on, on up, brought him into the uh the cult situation. It was I don't know.
0: It would have been more obvious if she had like a glass to her ear, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also, like, so Jerry Levine plays Mr. Mac, mm-hmm. and he was Styles in Teen Wolf. Yes, and I was like, where is the part in the episode where he's driving around in a van and Sean's doing backflips on the <laughs> on the roof of the? Yep. No, <laughs> just me.
1: Because, <laughs> because I, mean, I did not think of that, but I, yeah, I. Because
0: he's <laughs> he's only famous for Teen Wolf and for this, mm-hmm. like his his two roles are yeah. this and Teen Wolf, and I don't think being in charge of a children's cult is what you want.
1: <laughs> I mean, some people strive for that. You don't know. <laughs>
0: well, the the creepy thing is. So Haley and I just watched uh, the vow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yes. Yep. The docuseries about the um, uh, Clifton Park, Albany, New York cult. And then to watch yeah, this some, episode.
1: Yeah, a light affair. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And then, like, I was like, oh, that's one cult. Here's this fictional cult, but the, okay, so their cult seems more like a rec center for kids.
1: It a hundred percent is. they like, and that's kind of how she's describing it, dude. She's like, "Oh, like we kind of hang out here, like tell each other stories." It's in there, there's like people playing video games in the background too. Like, yeah, there's he's, a foosball he's clearly, table. He's clearly just made a teen hangout. So instead of going to like the the coffee bar or restaurant, they're just going to this teen hangout instead.
0: Yeah. But Um, they also
1: somehow live there too. They're living quarters that we do not see.
0: Well, yeah, but if I have the choice of going to Chubby's and going to the center, I'm going (laughs) to Chubby's. Right. Because then, in that logic, then Chubby's is also a cult too.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But I can get burgers there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you have to order it a special way. You have to sniff your nose, say, Turkey Chubby, (laughs) with everything. Uh huh. Um,. (laughs) Also, Corey in this episode, like, this is when we start to see goofy Corey.
1: Yes. So I was going to bring that up because I, like, when you were asking, like, what episode I wanted to do, part of that decision is kind of like, do I want, like, I don't know, Early growing up, Corey, or do I want like wacko Corey? Because he goes off the rails. It's like there's a turning point, and he's definitely getting there at this point. If,
0: if you said no to this episode, the <laughs> one I was gonna suggest is where Corey and Sean go through their breakup
1: oh in my season gosh, five. Yeah,
0: because just Corey in that episode <laughs> when when he goes, Sean, boys, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's like the Corey that I love
1: yeah it's he just he yeah he really does turn into that kind of like clearly they're they've figured out that that whole dynamic between him and Sean works really well as like the kind of like bickering like married couple, and they play hard into it,
0: yeah, so the other thing that I noticed in this episode is they're juniors, yes, which I have so many questions because season one he's in sixth grade season Mm -hmm. two he's in seventh grade then season three all of a sudden he's a freshman season four he's a junior where are those two years they're
1: the lost years we have to go back and find them i like they they must have done that because they're like obviously their actors are aging up so they had to like make sure that they were like somewhat in the right age bracket um but yeah we get some lost years we got to go back and find
0: yeah (laughs) Also, Topanga doesn't have a ton to do in this episode.
1: No, I was going to bring that up to you. Like obviously, like their first interaction is base- basically just like her and Corey being like, "Let's make out." And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> and they take off. <laughs> Anything um, and, you say. Yeah, and later she just she's at the hospital obviously, which we'll get to in a little bit too, but um yeah, like I I was disappointed that there wasn't a lot of Topanga in this, but I think other characters got a little more to do, especially Alan Matthews, which I was pumped oh, about for this I episode. I am such an Alan Math- Matthews yes. fan. I found
0: out that <laughs> Both William Russ and Wolffredelle were like second choices the really? original yeah. yeah the original Alan Matthews was um did you ever see the hand that rocks the cradle
1: no uh,
0: how about any of the police academies after <laughs> Steve Gutenberg <laughs> left?
1: Yes I have like vague memories of those ones though
0: <laughs> Matt Matt McCoy the guy right, that they
1: gonna look him up
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they casted him and then this other no-name actor. weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy was supposed to be Alan Matthews and they're like, he's not, like, any emotion? Like, apparently he wasn't funny, but he also wasn't sincere. And the thing about Alan Matthews is that, like, he's not funny, but when he tries Mm -hmm. to be funny, he's funny. Like, (laughs) I always think of the episode where it's, uh, him and Topanga's parents and, um oh my God, what's, what's Corey's mom's name? It's Betsy oh, Randall. Uh, Amy. Amy. Alan and Amy. <clears throat> but, but uh, the, the Lawrences are like in the middle of like a, a secret divorce, but yeah. he's trying to do like Johnny Carson impressions. <laughs> I
1: totally forgot about that. But yeah. in,
0: in this one, so so if we're going with our theory that there's a secret, like Dick Wolf produced TV show about the center, <laughs> you know that Alan he's, Matthews is the cop who plays by his own rules.
1: Yeah, exactly that's what I was gonna say. Like he's kind of he's the, the, the scrappy guy, exactly.
0: Yeah, he's the Christopher Maloney. Because yes. like what when he like beats the shit out of like we have to say T V beats the shit out of when he pushes Mr. Mack against the wall yeah. and says he would kill for for Sean Hunter, like Now do you see how judgmental these people no no are. listen you see a judgment i made a long time
1: ago is that sean hunter is the best friend that my kid ever had and i will kill to protect sean hunter from people like you alan he would love a lawsuit <laughs>
0: it's like like, who's this guy
1: yeah like it comes out of nowhere and like i also really like that amy like stepped into and not she she didn't play the usual like mommy typically see in the tv shows to be like oh no no don't do that she's like there's too many witnesses well and she's like he he wants a lawsuit you back the back the fuck off um which I thought was really good, too, because I think, like, a, a, again, like, rewatching this, I was like, this is crazy that there's, like, this cult that's happening in this town that nobody knows about. But at least, like, knowing that Phoenix trying to shut this down, and then Amy saying that he wants to, a, like, a, probably is looking for um, a... Uh, oh, boy. A lawsuit. <laughs> a lawsuit. Um, at least, like, kind of gives you the pieces to be like, okay, this guy probably has been around for a while. Like, they, they know about him. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's just typical bad guy they're trying to get, get
0: rid of yeah and the fact that eric is so easily tricked into the <laughs> cult
1: i know <laughs> yeah um christopher constantly throughout the whole thing he kept saying that eric was his constant yeah because <laughs> he's just the the typical comic relief which like you do need especially in this episode but they're like getting into like kind of heavy stuff as much as boy with world will get into it with cults um it's yeah, just nice cause... to see him just get whisked away because he wants to go hug a girl
0: <laughs> <laughs> wasn't yeah well as as so i sent i sent danielle and chris the uh a very special episode from Fun Air die yep. and it's from the guy who does zach morris's trash mm-hmm. so that one he basically analyzes this episode and in it he makes the fact that basically they can't say sexual favors yes um, have you ever seen Martha Marcy May Marlene?
1: No, I haven't.
0: It's the Elizabeth Olsen movie. It's the one that like made her famous, and she plays a girl who escapes from a cult. And I was watching this episode of Boy Meets World and thinking about that movie. I'm like, they would never let him escape. Like, no. <laughs> like this episode should have ended with like him getting his legs broken, or him getting kidnapped again, mm-hmm. or like getting murdered
1: oh yeah because exactly
0: that's how spoiler alerts for martha marcy may marlene <laughs> but the movie ends with basically she's being followed by the people that she ran away from and they have like weapons
1: yeah yeah because i mean like it, i don't know every cult i'm sure is a little different but for the most part they don't want people just leaving and like telling other folks about the the cult because like that's just going to completely destroy them where this
0: cult is like should be is like advertising. It's yes. like, hey, have you heard about us? Read <laughs> our review on Yelp.
1: <laughs> we just got a new arcade box in here. We can, play, we can play Galaga now.
0: Yeah. Also, they have they have like movie theater seats and no movie theater screen. Yes. <laughs> Does that disturb anyone?
1: Just a little bit. I don't know what's happening there. <laughs>
0: So the other thing that I, I realized in this episode, and I can't believe it took me so long, is that Jonathan Turner is the drama teacher. Did you see? In Wait, his what? <laughs> in his in his classroom, there is a sign up for, for drama club, and he oh. is... Jonathan Turner is the <laughs> drama teacher. I love Mr. Turner, but he seems like a wise guy like he's yeah
1: exactly I didn't even yeah I didn't even catch that because I for some reason I wasn't even thinking of like what subject he was teaching it's just like oh he's the generic teacher in the, in the
0: school yeah he's the English teacher but apparently he teaches drama so Sorry, why wasn't yeah. there an episode where he's like doing 12 angry men with like
1: um, Corey and
0: Eric and Sean it would have been fantastic <laughs> they do have mice and men yep. so yeah um Corey, Corey in this episode is the, the goofy Corey, but he's also like very intense, like at yeah. the same time. Yeah, for and sure.
1: Cause I, cause he has to obviously like, he gets introduced to the cult. He's trying to get his friend out of it. Um, and then later on when he actually like gives him the hug in the, the hospital room too, he has to get like really intense. To-
0: Technically he kidnapped <laughs> Sean because he said, you can't yeah. leave this room. <laughs>
1: There were other people in the hospital, at least.
0: <laughs> yeah. But um, also, Corey doing the, the Star Trek Spock can't. <laughs> that live long in front. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I also love when um, he's like, and I'm going to prove my point, because he's he's saying shit about Mr. Mac. And <laughs> I, this happens like a ton with Corey, but they didn't do the t- typical thing where he goes, they're behind me, aren't they? Right. <laughs> he, at this point, he just goes, and I'm going to prove my point. <laughs> 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 You're very good. Who do I make the check out to?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah Cory definitely had some good goofy moments in this one, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still don't know why Topanga didn't get, like, any screen time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess there was enough drama with everybody else that it's, like, it's fair. Like Corey obviously got his time. Alan Matthews got his time, but it, it would have been nice to see Topanga also like at this point, like they've established themselves as that kind of like trio, um, friend group. So it wouldn't have been unheard of for Topanga to also like step in and kind of help out too.
0: Yeah. We didn't get, there's no Morgan in this one, right? No, no Morgan at all. Was this, a, <laughs> was this that weird transition period where, <laughs> where all of a sudden she's enormous. <laughs> yeah. It starts in, Oh no, it was season three they introduced New Morgan. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Cause season one was like this adorable little girl and then all <laughs> of a sudden she's like twelve.
1: <laughs> yep. Um Yeah, I I don't know. This this one definitely like I, I again, like to bring it back to Alan, like I really appreciated him just like being kinda like Big Papa Bear. Like obviously Sean's parents were away during this um episode too, so
0: Sean they don't to be even address that
1: no like halfway through they're like oh by the way remember you're staying with us because <laughs> your parents are away
0: yeah well the other thing that that Sean said that like pissed me off is he's like you have a family that cares about you yeah. his family cares about you too motherfucker like a like, lot <laughs> they're letting you stay with them Like well, he, he lives with them practically he's yeah. over that house all the time mm-hmm. and like also, I always felt that Sean was kind of ungrateful. And, and, yeah. Anytime something bad needs to happen to someone on the show, it happens to Sean.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Cause I think, like, yeah, they, they, they used him, like, I don't know, probably to his detriment in a lot of cases where they're just like, he is just the easy target. Cause obviously, like, he's the, I don't know, the, the kid who's kind of rough around the edges. So you can really put him in, like, dramatic situations. And, he kind of fits into that that mold where if you put like Cory in there he's just gonna kind of like fumble his way through it.
0: Well um, like they, they even started an episode in season five where Cory starts drinking it and it yeah. felt so out of character that like they stopped it after five minutes and then it was Sean who was the alcoholic. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, no Sean Sean can easily take on all of the the negative qualities where Corey is kind of there to like help him out of it.
0: I um, mean if we he- look at if we look at all the stuff Sean Hunter's been through he, he became an alcoholic, he joined the cult, he joined a gang, Yeah. <laughs> he, he became an alcoholic again. <laughs> well, I mean, he started drinking again, I should yes. say. Uh, his dad died, found out his mom wasn't his mom. The woman who was his mom didn't want him. His mentor, Jonathan Turner, in this episode gets into a motorcycle accident, which I'm not convinced that Jonathan Turner did that on purpose. Do you think he crashed his motorcycle on purpose? (laughs) Yeah, it's a teachable lesson. (laughs) Well, I'm going to almost kill myself or possibly kill myself just so you feel bad. (laughs) Maybe the real cult was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) John, even when I was at the center... all the things that you taught me that made me wonder if it was the right place for me or not but you didn't teach me enough you and Corey and my parents and the matthews and the handful of people who really care about me so don't blow me off john don't blow me off god
1: yeah i like this storyline yeah like i i honestly wondered too like if i don't know turner probably had Came out of that conversation not feeling too good, so you could have had a few drinks too. Who knows? But all comes back to Sean. Sean's
0: Uh, He had a few of those generic (laughs) brand colas. Exactly. That's my favorite in in these 90s sitcoms when they clearly couldn't get sponsorship from Coke or Pepsi. Yes. And they don't want to do the Seinfeld thing where they just put like a different logo on a Pepsi can. (laughs) and (laughs) The generic cola. Mm -hmm. Also, I guess that's a thing in cults where they say the person's name like oh multiple multiple
1: times yeah yeah because when he was introducing himself he just kept saying sean's name over and over
0: again (laughs) yeah just goes to show you sean you can't judge a book by its cover sean don't be quick to judge sean (laughs) like he knows my name (laughs) there's no way out well that was the other thing because like do they do recon where they're like okay i'm gonna go after this person so when they come everyone in unison say their name
1: Yeah, that was a crazy thing too. Yeah, because everybody knew his name. It wasn't just like the couple people that he'd already seen. So it's like I think the timeline is something we have to talk about here too. Because the timing of he shows up, everybody knows his name. Obviously gives him hugs. It's basically an hour of him getting introduced to the cult and then telling Corey like, "Oh, by the way, I'm fully in. This is awesome."
0: (laughs) I like the center. I really like the center. Yeah, I feel centered. I am centered now. (laughs) In next season, and in, in season five, when they do, and then there was Sean. Mm-hmm. He's going through the rules of a horror movie. Yes. And he says, if you've had sex, you die. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, I'm going to get as sick as possible without actually dying. <laughs> do you think that has to do with this episode? <laughs> Possibly.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> because. Because like I when when Corey sees him, he's like Sean, three girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's like, wow, Sean, you're good. But the same season was also the season where Corey thought Sean was sleeping with the girl from Jurassic Park.
1: Right. <laughs> yes,
0: this is true. <laughs> yeah. So that that was another dark storyline. So. Adding on to Sean Hunter's like list of things, he also like saved a, a girl from an abusive father.
1: Yeah, it's it's Sean's storylines get wild. I would love to like do a full rundown of like everything that's
0: happened to Sean because <laughs> it's just not not believable at all. For Corey's, it would just say Topanga dumped him. Topanga yeah. dumped him because <laughs> that that was the one thing in like rewatching the series that I couldn't stand is that. Like when him and Topanga break up, like there's only one time where it's justified, mm-hmm. but like the other stuff is not justified at all. Like, oh no, not
1: at all. It's basically just to add more drama because they, I, I don't know, we're running out of storylines or what the deal was. But like it's yes. yeah, it's, those those ones are frustrating because like I I do think that they have really good chemistry in the show. Like that's why I love it so much because they they do clearly like have a great friendship and it like builds from there. So. Seeing them, like, randomly break up for no reason is just so frustrating.
0: Yeah, the first time it's because they're hanging out all the time. Right. And then the second time is because of uh, Ski Lodge Girl. Yes. Which that's the only one that makes sense.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, the hanging out too much, I, like, I get, I, I don't know. I Like, I know of some folks who are just like, I need to have my own space and time. So like I can kind of understand that, but the way that they handled it was not appropriate.
0: Well, but- yeah, she pretends to be a French girl to <laughs> dance, and he yes. pretends to be Sean Hunter. <laughs> uh huh. No, oh, it
1: makes perfect sense. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, uh, also, w- w- uh, Was it season two? No, it was season three. They break up. But also, that was the season where apparently Corey is also a lothario like sean yeah and and then cut to this and Corey is just like how do i get my friend out of a cult oh i'm in a mr magoo cartoon like (laughs) what do i do (laughs) yeah
1: it i feel like yeah this is definitely where Corey starts getting into the like more of those scenarios honestly because he just doesn't handle anything like a real human eventually especially once he gets into like college years he gets a little crazy
0: yeah i mean even on like girl meets world he we're supposed to believe that he's the mr feeny like right
1: (laughs) that's crazy i I actually haven't seen any of girl meets world but i heard that and i was like that
0: what (laughs) i only watched the episode that I guess it was the Christmas episode when I heard that everyone was going to be showing up mm-hmm. from the original series. But then, like, I had I used to um, work with someone who was obsessed with Girl Meets World, and she explained everything to me in detail. And I'm like, <laughs> "This is stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't seem real." <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, also, that was the other thing that I didn't understand is why would they do a Girl Meets World? Why wouldn't they just Continue Boy Meets World.
1: I don't know. Yeah, because it's all from Corey's perspective. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well that that was the thing. They tried to make it from his daughter's perspective, I guess, and like no one cared. Yeah. So then they moved it back to him and Sean. <laughs> well, this isn't working. Let's just go back to the boys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, well, so I was gonna bring up Girl Meets World though, because I did see that they did apparently confirm that Turner did not die. He is alive. <laughs>
0: And he apparently... He falls in love with his nurse.
1: Yeah, he married his nurse and then becomes their headmaster? Is that the deal? Because then that's how he Corey got his job? He becomes the
0: superintendent of New oh, York Public right. Schools. And sure. <laughs> that has to be a difficult job. And apparently yeah. he just like gives Corey a job? Right. No.
1: <laughs> just sight unseen. Oh yeah, I remember this kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember... I think it was was not Mr Turner's first episode where he assigns comic books? Oh right. Yeah, he, he assigns X-Men mm-hmm. and I remember Feeney freaking out and he's like, Well, this kind of has to do with, you know, like civil rights. Mm-hmm. And Feeney's like, Can't you teach <laughs> literature? <laughs> I all I, I do love like how Mr. Feeney has everything and nothing to do in this episode.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Because he, yeah, he's there to basically establish that, like, yes, I am against this cult. <laughs> we should shut it down.
0: But he doesn't but, but, really do anything else. But when he comes out to let everyone know that Jonathan Turner has been in a car accident, his hands were, like, shaking, and he, he's like, oh, uh, mm, Jonathan Turner has been in a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> or a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. And... Was it just me or was Amy's reaction like, oh, my God?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it just it didn't feel like the right to.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what did so Haley said something hysterical as I was watching this. She's like her reaction is like when someone finds out that they're out of peanut butter.
1: Yeah, like, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm out of peanut butter. Oh, my God. Mr. Turner flipped his Harley and is probably going to die. Oh, no. I got to get peanut got butter. to
1: get the mail today. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Did I leave the stove on? Oh, no. Yeah, it's it,
1: like, I don't know why that scene was so poorly acted. Like, I I think there was from, so much. For else. her. For yeah, her. exactly. Because, like, if, I don't know. Feeney's Feeney is going to come out and kind of like shakily tell people what's going on. But it was just like that's that whole scene felt like it was kind of building up and building up. and all of a sudden, just like, oh, by the way, there's also this horrific accident
0: that happened. It, it was Alan who was doing all the work because he he's like, do you believe in God? I know.
1: Yeah, because like I get that you're trying to get. Sean to be like like what do you believe in or like what do you, like he you're trying to get him to be like what do you care about but he just ramps it up a notch and be like do you believe in god though what like what what
0: do you believe in religiously it's 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 almost like the you have to tell me if you're a cop mm-hmm. you have to tell me if you're a zealot 100% <laughs> are you wearing a wire cuz you have to tell me if you're a zealot <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, was, it just came out of nowhere. And, like, I get that, that clearly they're setting that up for, like, Sean's big speech at the end when he kind of, like, breaks down with Turner. But it just, it, it came out of nowhere.
0: Do you think that, like, as Mr. Mac is walking to his car in the hospital parking lot, Alan Matthews just comes out of nowhere with, like, a baseball bat and breaks <laughs> his legs? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Aluminum bat just, like, right to the, the back of the knees. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ah, I swallowed all of my fillings. <laughs>
1: well, because, like, Alan even mentions, like, wanting to tie up Sean to a chair or something, too. Like, he's very much just like, no, we will handle this. Like, I'm going to push this guy, tie this kid down. <laughs> We're done.
0: All right, time down. <laughs> how would how would they, like, deprogram him? That's that's the question. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Just keep asking him if Billy's in God, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, uh, with Sean, it's really simple. In like season two and three, it take away his girls.
1: Yeah, this. <laughs> he just needs to avoid the distractions, and then have Corey constantly hugging him until he breaks down.
0: Yeah. Because um, also with Eric, Eric in this episode, I just yeah. love how he comes in. He's like con man, flim flam guy. <laughs> yeah, he's. And lovely. then he's like, I want to come back. <laughs> What did they do to him at the compound? I don't know. <laughs> did you notice the the, the allusion to um, David Koresh? I don't know. I don't know if I did. There was guitar equipment. Oh, was there? I totally there, missed there that guitar. Uh. <laughs> what if what if this episode got. Super dark, and instead of Mr. Turner getting into the ac- accident, him and sh- him and Corey, Corey goes to try and save him. They get locked in there, and the police arrive, <laughs> 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 and and it just turns into like Waco.
1: Yep, it ends up just being a standoff. I feel like Corey would just continue with like the jokes and try to like lighten the mood the whole time. <laughs> Eric's just trying to get back in. Eric uses the uh, the police scanner, the like <laughs> you're the porn. to like, please let me back in.
0: <laughs> and then Mr. Max starts wailing on his guitar. Yep. <laughs> Did you watch that that miniseries? On I Waco watched
1: one? the first few episodes, and I know Christopher finished it. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. It was. It, yeah. <laughs> I think you and I were the same because as soon as he was the moment that made you stop watching it, him playing the guitar. I think so. Honestly, it's yeah. probably
1: the same time.
0: <laughs> Yeah cuz Haley so Haley is into that true crime stuff mm-hmm. and I I'm like can't everything just be like an episode of say by the bell <laughs> like
1: yeah I waver between the two like CRISPR is a hundred percent into true crime like even his mom is like we we call her Bundy <laughs> it's like a nickname too um and I like I definitely waver between the two but yeah I must have fallen off at like the same point too I don't know what triggered it but I was like uh, like I've seen enough
0: <laughs> it was as soon as it was as soon as David Koresh takes out the guitar as they're locked in there and he's like shot up and he's playing his guitar I'm like yep. yeah I'm out <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough well, that was the other thing. Watching this, uh, after like, I guess growing up, watching this episode of Boy, Boy Meets World after growing up, and knowing what a real cult was like. Because as right. a kid, I was this. This was like the episode where, like every Friday night during TGIF, so my parents would order a pizza and we would have snacks and we would watch TGIF. Mm-hmm. So. This one, I just remember looking up and being like, what's a cult? And my dad's like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Lee. So in Waco, Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to start that conversation. Because like you could obviously go like just hard into what cults are. <laughs> and like at that point, too, you also don't want to like make it sound cool for the kid. <laughs>
0: Well, it's a group of people who, you know, get together and they live in an area and never leave. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds awesome. No, it isn't. It's, it's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, I think the way like my dad explained it to me because he knew I was afraid of death. He's like, I'll just kill two birds with one stone. It's an organization where they recruit you and then the end goal is for you to die. I'm like, OK, I'm out. Great. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Like a job interview. Thank you for your time. Uh-huh. We'll be in
1: touch. No, this, is, this has been great. I yeah, appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Don't call us. We'll not call you. <laughs> but like, uh, I was looking up the episodes of TGIF that aired when this aired. And mm. I think the only thing I could really find was a Sabrina episode. I think this aired at the same time as the Sabrina pancake episode. I don't Her know that waffle. one. It's the one where she gets addicted to pancakes. <laughs> sure. Like, like the, there's a curse in the Spellman household where, like, instead of being like you know you come from a family of alcoholics and drug users, they're like we're addicted to pancakes and breakfast food. Oh, we can boy. only have eggs. We can't have anything like sweet. And then she gets addicted to pancakes. And then they show. And then it just us a-
1: right into a cult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their vices
0: <laughs> Yeah Um Cause this is when uh, Family Matters was still on I think Yeah, I think this was the episode where uh, Where What's his name? Eddie got beat up oh. by, by By the bullies mm. and, and Steve Urkel tries to Infiltrate the gang <laughs> So like th- this was a very special episode of TGIF. Yeah.
1: Now you're, it's all the hard hidden episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cuz was this also the same season? This was season 4. Wasn't this the the season where um Sean joins the mob?
1: I think so. So I was thinking about that too cuz I'm like I know that that's around this time.
0: Yeah, so so let's add to the list. Sean joined the mob.
1: <laughs> I just love that, like, it's always like one episode arcs, too. Cause, like, clearly at the end of the episode, you can just walk away from those. <laughs> Easily walk away from the mob, cults, no big deal. You just tell them, actually, I've changed my mind. I'm out. <laughs> Funnily yeah. enough, we just watched The Godfather last night. <laughs>
0: oh, I love The Godfather. Yep. <laughs> um, I've remembered which episode of Family Matters it was. It was the one where. Sherry is uh, holding a package for her boyfriend. Oh, and okay. it turns out he's a drug dealer. <laughs> 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 this was a very special episode of IS.
1: Yeah. You never take unmarked packages.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm breaking it down, so so we have addiction, we have cults and then we have, you know, mules <laughs> Yeah, you're, we're really covering all the bases.
1: I don't know what else you like.
0: What other a Disney you... company? Because <laughs> yeah. this was around the time they got bought out, right?
1: Yeah, no, it's right around here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think this is when they became an, uh, a Disney company. Yep. <laughs> uh, so in this episode, the, I think the one thing that like we glossed over was the fact that like when they get to the hospital. Are like leading to the hospital. Sean turns into such a little bitch. Yes, He's like, I gotta go. I gotta go see Mr. Mac.
1: Oh yeah, so he like he runs away, goes to get Mr. Mac. So like everybody's at the hospital, like waiting to see what's happened to Mr. Turner. Sean's nowhere to be found because he had to go get Mr. Mac. Um, so shows up with him. Yeah, he's just like I <laughs> and he he just has like such a quick turn into just like I'm useless. I just need other people now.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that was the other thing that like Sean missed out on hearing is when uh Alan and Feeney are like, You can't have Sean and like yeah. a creep, Mr. Matt goes. There's plenty of others out there. Oh,
1: it was awful.
0: (laughs) Uh, I was waiting for for Feeney to, like, open up his shirt and he's wearing a wire. And then, like, (laughs) then to tie into ABC, like, the cast of NYPD Blue just comes out and arrests him. Yep. (laughs) But, like, like, Sean misses out on hearing that, which... I think they were doing that so that he could have his like, you know, I'm not done with you, God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why Turner? Spe- why? <laughs> I was waiting for him to have like a wrath of God moment where he's like, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I love how he's looking at the the hospital equipment, like he knows, like he's a doctor. I know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was just, I felt, I felt bad. Cause like, uh, like writer strong, actually, like, I think he did the, maybe not the best he could, but he did a decent job with the material he was given, which is like a very long speech. It was just like,
0: of, obviously ramped up to like, why God? <laughs> of the four actors, Wolf Friedle, him, yeah. Daniel Fischel and Ben Savage. He mm-hmm. is the best.
1: Yeah, for sure. He he has to do a lot more than the other ones, honestly, too. Like, they they put him in all these crazy situations. So he's got to play, like, the attractive, like, flipping the hair, Sean. He's got to do, like, the, obviously in this one he's doing, like, the I'm a shell, I don't, nobody loves me, Sean. (laughs) There's just a lot that he has to deal with. Like, this clearly, like, that speech I was thinking about it, like, could have been a situation where you're just, like, laughing at it. Because it's just, like, it's so awkward and bad. But like... I still felt for him. It was awkward, but it just it still felt like it should have, where you're kind of like listening in on this very personal moment.
0: <laughs> what what if that scene just ended with as he's doing that speech, he gets cut off and the doctor's like, You're not supposed to be in here. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're not a doctor. <laughs> Visiting hours are over. You Get out of here, good, you crazy. You can kid. say goodbye to your dead teacher tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well well, this led to the whole like like minkus like theory because yep turner never showed up again Nope, he's gone he was gone like they, they made a joke next season where minkus does show up and mm-hmm. they're like where have you been and he's like oh i've been over there yeah <laughs> it is mr turner wait up <laughs> <laughs> but like i mean i'm trying to think was also this the same season where they get rid of like Frankie and Joey? I
1: think so. That that was the other thing I was thinking about too, because like obviously with the gang stuff and like the other kind of, um, I don't know auxiliary. What if Frankie characters. and jo- Joey
0: were in the cult?
1: Oh my god, that'd be so good.
0: <laughs> well, definitely Joey.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think,
0: yeah. Let, uh, of the people of the people of on this show who just randomly disappear let's see who would be in the cult <laughs> Jason Marsden definitely a hundred percent yeah uh Joey the rat um Harley and Griff are too cool
1: yeah there's no way they would I don't even think they would make their own cult they're just they're they're loners. No.
0: <laughs> No, do you think Frankie stacchino would have joined the cult?
1: I don't think so cuz Frankie's obviously more like educated. He had that kind of like hidden like, I don't know, he had that extra layer to him. He seemed a lot smarter than. He was obviously playing off as, so I don't I don't think he would actually join. He might if um Joey. if Joey joined just to like make sure he was protecting Joey, I could see that, but I don't think he would buy into it.
0: I think that um TK would definitely join the cult. Teresa Kiner. Yes. (laughs) Let's go through all of uh, Corey's one-time girlfriends. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, Wendy. Would Wendy join the cult? I forgot
1: about Wendy. Uh,
0: I actually... Okay, controversial opinion. Yeah, yeah. I like Wendy better than Topanga.
1: So I thought they did a good job with Wendy. Because, like, yeah, she was definitely somebody who was just like, yeah, this actually, like, it doesn't seem like it's just a random character they introduce and like there's no i don't know they, i thought that there was clear chemistry between um them so that yeah i i kind of agree it's, it's definitely controversial controversial but i i think that that was a good pairing
0: yeah she she leaves and goes to friendship maine yep. to go to whip <laughs> staff <Steph. laughs> yeah d- the craziest thing like rewatching Boy Meets World, so this got me on a rabbit hole. After I watched this episode, I watched a few other ones, mm-hmm. uh, including the Wendy saga. Yep. <laughs> and I realized, oh my god! Not only is she in Boy Meets World and Casper, but the guy, the the boy who is her boyfriend, who Kat has a crush on in Casper, mm-hmm. that's Gee from the Mighty Ducks.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> So, you have a weird like Disney universe that we're building yeah. right
0: now. <laughs> In a universal movie. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so like of, of Sean, Sean joined the cult. Mm-hmm. Would anyone else close to Sean, like any of his, would do you think Angela would have joined the cult?
1: I, um, Angela might have, honestly. Because I think Angela was kind of, they like, she definitely went through like kind of earthy crunchy phase where, um, I wouldn't be surprised if she joined because I think like she would have liked that community. I think they they did that whole like um, uh, like the slam poetry stuff in college too. So that kind of plays into it. I I Wait, think it might be. I don't remember the but... slam
0: poetry. I remember the yeah, poetry is... night. Maybe I that's what the... I'm thinking of. <laughs> the the one where uh, Frankie reads his poetry to everyone and.
1: Also oh, I was thinking, I thought that there was, like, slam poetry later in college. I could totally maybe. be that, though. Um, Probably
0: was it, like, when her and Sean broke up and she was, I, like... Yeah. Yeah. She
1: was, like, kind of off on her own doing her thing. Yeah, like, I could kind of see Angela joining, but maybe not, like, long term. Like, she would also well, be somebody who, like, somehow left the cult.
0: <laughs> Jack would definitely join the cult.
1: Oh, 100%, yes.
0: <laughs> Those hunter boys.
1: Yeah. Oh, just, yeah.
0: <laughs> Those poor hunter... Rachel.
1: Rachel, I I was just thinking, probably not. I don't know.
0: But Maitland Ward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's not go there. (laughs) I I had to explain what happened in real life to her, to my wife, and it was the most uncomfortable five minutes of my life. (laughs) I'm like, well, she kind of couldn't get roles and ended up doing it. and Haley just cut me off and goes porn I'm yeah like,
1: she's apparently yep. I saw that she was coming back to acting she wants to be in both uh, both industries so good for like her like Tracy
0: Lords. I don't know <laughs>
1: ooh yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I found that out no, like not recently but eventually and I was like oh like that feels like a bummer to me because obviously there was that, that episode at um the college years where they like made the big poster of her and I was like oh was that like the start of it I don't know
0: <laughs> well okay so for the actual cast of Boy Meets World like I think the most successful person is Will Friedle yeah because he's, he's a voice actor
1: Well, honestly, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, of the main people, I was going to say, um, uh, Fred Fred Savage, obviously, but he's not a main person,
0: yeah. But uh, Ben Savage hasn't really done every. Did you see that Panera commercial? So I
1: just saw that today, I had no idea that existed. And yeah, so (laughs) yeah, um, so Ben Savage and uh, Daniel Fishel ended up coming back and basically did like a bunch of short. Uh, scenes from like a bunch of love. Uh, I'm sorry, love movies, uh, romance. Like <laughs> you romance
0: mean movies. porn?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did a bunch of porn scenes together. It was. They did a bunch of flawless. scenes from a bunch of
0: love movies.
1: <laughs> All those really when you call it a love movie, love Daniel. Movies, I watch them for the plot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they they were doing scenes from rom coms. Yes, like because I guess Panera introduced Panera, not a sponsor, but they should be. Um, but they introduced they, pizza. <laughs> Which I was yeah, not aware of <laughs> flatbread pizza, and I guess they they did it so that they could have the pizza box open up, and she goes to grab a slice, and he shuts it, and she does the Julia Roberts, <laughs> yeah, Pretty Woman, yeah,
1: also a weird uh, movie that I loved as a child. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a few of them. Uh huh. That, I mean, in a few weeks. Chris is going to be on doing sneakers, which was a film that I loved as a child.
1: Same, yeah, and like, yeah, I don't, I don't. And watching it it. (laughs) again
0: as an adult, I'm like, my parents let me watch this. Uh
1: huh.
0: (laughs) There's so many movies like that. Opens up her blouse. (laughs) 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 Mm Row. I mean, Chris and I have talked about the the problematic movies we watched as kids. Uh, Oh yeah. uh, What's the one that he loves? Nothing but trouble. Oh yeah. but Dirty Work was one that I watched a ton as a kid yep. um, and then the Will Friedle movies that Will Friedle did I watched all the time Trojan War Do oh you I've not that seen that no it, it's basically it was an HBO movie like a made for, for HBO movie mm-hmm. where he plays uh, a guy who's trying to you know lose his virginity to the most popular girl in school oh. and he's trying to find condoms oh jeez <laughs> But his best friend, played by Jennifer Love Hewitt, is in love with him. That's how he met Jennifer Love Hewitt. Sure. And then the other spectrum was my date with the president's daughter. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. like, it, it's crazy that, like, of the people on Boy Meets World, the person they got to be in all of these, like, Disney Channel movies was Will Friedle. I know, yeah. And, but not Ryder Strong.
1: Which is bizarre. I guess, like, yeah, I wonder if Sean's, like, kind of bad boy demeanor like hurt him a little bit and like getting other other roles where Will Friedle is kind of just like still like he still had the coiffed hair so it was
0: totally fine for him to be in like I think it's because you knew that like Ryder Strong part of the reason why he had all of these dark storylines was I'm not saying it's punishment but he, at one point I think this was around the time he was going to leave the show because he wanted right. to go to college and that's why in the the um parallel episode where eric goes to hollywood Mm -hmm. uh schneider schneider wrong um (laughs) uh is only doing the show so he can pay for college gotcha interesting (laughs) yeah so so like i guess giving him a dark storyline where he joins a cult or he's an alcoholic is like you know this is to show how good of an actor you are, but if you leave, this is your punishment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know how true that is. I don't want any slander or libel. No. But it just it, it's just in my research, like they had to adapt his schedule so that he could go to college. But at the same time, they were also giving him all of this heavy stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they kill his fucking dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it gets grim. Killed Slinky Dog. Uh huh. (laughs) Farmer Fran. (laughs) Um. So yeah, how many bagels do you give this?
1: What's so? What's your total? What's your highest? You get a
0: baker's dozen.
1: Oh, all right.
0: So Mm. the worse it is, the more bagels that are taken out.
1: So so full baker's dozen is like the perfect boy meets world episode. Yep. I I don't know. I feel like I got to go with like a half dozen on this, honestly. Like, it's kind of middle of the road for me. It's definitely a heavy storyline that like sticks out for sure. And I, I like that. I, I think Alan Matthews, honestly, is like my shining moment of this, this episode. Like him pushing yeah. Mr. Mac was just like gold to
0: me. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was his Pacino moment. That was his De Niro moment.
1: Yeah. Maybe, honestly, I'll bump it. I'll give it seven donuts. <laughs> okay. I think it's like, se- yeah, it's it's a little above the middle of the pack, but there's definitely episodes that like I think are a little more fun to watch and are just like more classic Boy Meets World.
0: Yeah, this is seven. Um I can think there's only like three episodes that I think are a perfect dozen. Mm-hmm. Um I think that the uh one where the water war from season one where <laughs> yeah. That one is a perfect dozen because he's like, my dad's Superman. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I will die on this hill. I think that the breakup between Corey and Sean is one of the. It's so good. (laughs) And they're throwing water in their face. That's a perfect dozen. But this one, this one is just so dark. I think this was also, wasn't this around the time when uh, they gave Randy on Home Improvement, like, there was that episode where he might have cancer. It could
1: be, yeah. No, that's that feels right, because I didn't watch a ton of Home Improvement, but I was definitely like, that was one of those shows that like if it was on and there was nothing else on, I would watch it, and I feel like I caught that episode around this time.
0: Yeah, I, I just remember, I used to um, go to daycare with this girl when I was like, I think it was elementary school is when I went, but that episode aired and she recorded it and she she brought in the VHS tape oh, and God. all she wanted to do was watch that because she was obsessed with JTT. Oh, God. And she, she's like, but it's okay. He- <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> all right. Oh, he's so dreamy. <laughs> I was like, I brought in Richie Rich, but I guess we can watch this shit. Oh. <laughs> but yeah uh, So thank you for doing this
1: Yeah of course this is super fun I will happily talk about Boy Meets World anytime you'd like to <laughs> um, Do you have anything you want to promote? Just Swirl the Commotion Where obviously we've finished our season one Where we went through all of the Magic Kingdom We talk about the Disney parks um, So now we're in Epcot We just had Scott on Which is great uh, We talked about the Now it's Nemo Or the Seas with Nemo and Friends But we know it as the Living Seas yeah. um it was super fun we love having you on um so yeah Thank we just you. talked about a bunch of disney stuff which is super fun so check us out we're on the zero science network too
0: yeah uh my wife loved that episode especially <laughs> the story that jared told about oh
1: <laughs> he's been waiting for that he's like giving hints about that story for a while but we finally I'm glad got like the it was full on saga. the episode yeah. I on. exactly you you got the full yeah. story it was great
0: that was great <laughs> um So I have another podcast called Hell is a Musical where uh, your husband has been on
1: Mm -hmm.
0: quite a few times for a person who hates musicals,
1: (laughs) which is funny because I'm not I I don't love musicals, but I certainly like have watched a ton of musicals. So, again, we will we will connect because I feel like we should talk about musicals at some point, too.
0: (laughs) Okay, Um, so, yeah, uh, Hell is a Musical is on Zero Science. We're on Twitter and Instagram Facebook page is coming whenever I feel like it. Um, (laughs) But you can also follow this podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And email uh, email us writersbagelbasket at gmail.com if you have any ideas for shows. Danielle will be back uh, we're already talking about a few episodes for her to come back on. She's probably going to be back next month for animation month.
1: Very excited. I love animation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, until next time, Danielle, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank I'm Scott Kerlin. Bye.
1: Bye.